welcome to Tears of Life podcast, where we read Tears Life so you don't have to. Episode 268. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. <clears throat> I don't know why. Oh, this is a talk episode where the tutors talk. Uh, I don't know why when you do that, I hold my breath. Pikes, you're uncomfortable. It makes me like a little anxious almost. A little angsty? Angsty. That's cool. I um, do breathing before. Yeah. I think I've left it in for a couple of the YouTube vids. Love that shit. Yeah. Um, happy three years, Sean. Three years of podcasting. Is that today? No, it's January 24th. Damn. It's when our first episode of Motivation came out. Damn, girl. Mm-hmm. Happy tree year. We should listen to Motivation. I know we should. Think there's some good shit in there? Oh, yeah. I think there is. I wonder if I say it ain't about fucking motivation. It's about discipline. In there? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Just listen to it. Mm-hmm. If you're watching on the YouTube, you can see my wonderful hat. Yeah. I'd like to first give a shout out to my wonderful aunt, Michelle, mm-hmm. for getting me this beautiful hat. We. Getting us. Like I said, getting me this beautiful hat. <laughs> because personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. It is the bison so anyways guys um it's a beautiful hat andy forsell has got it going on mm-hmm. and it's a movement and i definitely believe in the movement oh yeah our uh episode from monday really shows like some of the stuff we do to kind of rebel yeah yeah so um if you happen to be watching on the youtube our Monday episode, we did not post on the YouTube because it would get taken down fast. Yeah. So that is on podcast apps. Mm, not Apple. Not Apple. All podcast apps, but Apple, mm-hmm. pretty much. What was that episode called? 267. 267. Um, something about foods and I don't know. It's just if you want to know how Sam and I feel about most of this shit in the u.s yeah that's how we feel about a lot of it yep you can definitely tell uh, who we're voting for in that episode but no you should actually listen to it because there's a lot of good information in that episode um and brooke even proved our point by going on her vacation oh yeah Mm -hmm. brooke our lovely uh Executive assistant, let's call her. Mm-hmm. She went to Punta Cana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was at an all-inclusive resort, and she said, uh, like, they just had a buffet there at all day long. Had a buffet, and then a couple of restaurants that they could go to. And she said they drank a lot. Uh, couple times when they like if they went out to dinner to one of the restaurants the wait staff would just if your wine glass was empty they would just pour another she said she would have four glasses at dinner and she'd wake up the next day feeling just fine no hangover no cloudiness nothing she had a glass or two the other day once she was back and she said like her head hurt she was foggy she um uh, while she was drinking it, she could feel her face get really warm because her face gets really red when she drinks, and she said she could feel it really warm, like get really warm, and she did not like it. 
Uh, but it didn't happen in Punta Cana. And she said she ate more and drank more than she has in a while and didn't gain a pound. Didn't gain a pound, didn't feel bad. Yeah. She said she felt great. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So true. And uh, I was talking to the couple guys from the Wellness Way, Jordan and Alex. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about the food allergies, the eggshells and peanut oil mm-hmm. in certain things that a lot of kids get and adults get. And um, they said they took their kids. So, like, the they brought in their kids to get allergy tests done. The same adults who are allergic to eggs, peanuts, and a whole array of things, right? Mm-hmm. Brought their kids in to see if their kids who haven't been, can I say the word? No. Um, who haven't gotten their normal shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have zero allergies. Wild. None. Zero, zero allergies. So you're telling both parents, both parents have allergies. Kids, none. The only difference shots doesn't make any sense it does make a lot of sense oh yeah yeah yeah. shots no i'm saying like it doesn't make any sense that like they're doing that to us it's it they want to fucking kill the population mm-hmm. make them sick make them weak well that's something sean and i've discussed like so sean has a peanut allergy and egg it is way stronger in eggs than me god damn it this pissed me off um but I don't have a peanut allergy, and my egg is at a one, and Sean's is at a, like a three, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't gotten any since, well, Sean and I made a bad life choice early yeah. on when we didn't know better. Um, so I got the HPV one, but that was very early in our relationship, six years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then before that, the last one I got, I was 18. Yeah. And uh, um, I'd get them multiple times a year in the military. Mm-hmm. I just get a slew of them, which is crazy to think back to. They just fucking bop, 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 popping shots in mm-hmm. you constantly. Yeah. Oh, the <clears> other <throat> thing that we we just talked about at the bookstore. Uh, Brooke said she like didn't have to drink coffee or energy drinks or anything. Like they did go take naps like halfway through the day, but still, she said like she was up and going. And I was just like. I've definitely have taken naps halfway through the day and still need more coffee after that. But I think it's like the foods. Just like the foods are just weighing us down, making us tired. I'm going to say three things. One, on vacation you typically can sleep in, get a little bit better sleep. Mm-hmm. And you're usually out doing stuff, getting exhausted. You're out moving, right, and getting exhausted. So when you sleep, you sleep hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of times here you're not getting that kind of all day activity, sun exposure, things like that. So you're not getting that crash at night, that really deep sleep. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, big, right? You're not, you don't get the same kind of exhaustion to rest. So that could be a big reason why she was like feeling great and not needing as much, right? Mm -hmm. Two, um, midday naps are fucking heavenly. For some people. I do them. I don't do them much anymore. I can't. But when I do them, dude, it's, it's, I'm, I lay down 15 to 20 minutes, bap, done, great, time to rock and roll. Yeah. I've always been like it. I've been able to do it my whole life. Uh, since I was a kid, power naps. Kyle, my dad, would always like 
from the drive from Ash from drive from Ashland to our house. Bam, take a nap. Wake up to Kyle fucking with me. Uh, right when we get to the house. Mm. Bam, it's all I need. Ten minute, ten minute, fifteen minute recharge. Do you have anything else on that? Uh, there's one more thing I was gonna say. Um, the third thing is food's a lot better yeah your the energy source is way better so there's, i mean that's the three things that i would say mm-hmm. so the funny australians tony and john mm-hmm. um they were talking about in one of their videos about how ridiculous it is how big our coffees are here and so that's what made me think like our foods must not like must be tiring us and like poisoning us and like wearing us down, which is why we need such big coffees. Yes, and more coffees, more shit you can put in it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Anyways, enough about that. You had to listen to that whole episode on Monday, so we can talk about other things. The last thing I'll say on it is um. Stan Efferding talks about it. Because uh, if you guys, uh, I started off in the health realm uh, getting Stan Efferding's vertical diet, which I follow at about 90%. Um, his vertical diet, he said, when you come off of everything mm-hmm. and you have like a clean, organic diet, you're getting eight plus hours of sleep a night, you hit your daily naps. And you're drinking water, you don't even need coffee. We convince ourselves we need coffee. Mm-hmm. Or through like our poor habits, we need coffee. Mm-hmm. But he says, like, you don't need it. Like, you feel more energized and you drink that coffee and it actually makes you uh, less energized. So, the article I sent you today, we can read it later, but it was a, it was a study. Um, that showed when individuals drank coffee, the blood flow to their brain went down by 40%. Oh, wow. This is what I'm going to preface it with, though. Studies and peer-reviewed essays and shit, um, I listened to a doctor describe them. Um, what happens is they will run a study. and uh, So somebody will run a study. And they won't get the full uh, data of everything. Mm. They just get a summary of that data from the company. So Mm. if they run it on like some sort of medication, they run a big study, they don't get everything. They only get a summary of it. So the first person that does that study writes it on a summary. Okay. Do you know then peer-reviewed mm-hmm. means everything that's peer-reviewed is not written off that summary. It's written off the writing of the individual that wrote off that summary. So that's what peer reviews are. So the reason I'm not like, yes, I'm buying this study per se, and I'm like, let's take it, grain of salt, whatever we get from it, and let's do more research into it or whatever, is because they could have, they could, this peer could have, uh, did a study on another peer who did another study on a peer who did just the summary of data and not actually the full conclusive data. Mm-hmm. And so 
you could really with peer review you can be fucking 10 layers deep and it's just like the whole thing of like if i if we're sitting in a group of 10 people and i tell you a secret mm-hmm. you might say it right with like one word difference to the third person and then to then to the fourth a couple words change by the time it gets back to me it's a complete different message with a complete different meaning. Mm-hmm. And that's this, that's kind of where I don't like um, a lot of these studies. Like I'll bring up studies and stuff. But I don't like truly buy them 100%. I'm always like, yeah, grain of salt. Because a peer review is just a review of a review of a summary. Yeah. Or it could be a review of 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 a summary. So it's like how fucking, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, that's what I was saying though is like coffee actually um, decreases your blood flow to your brain by 40%. Yeah. Which then makes you more tired. But you think because of the stimulation it gives you, the caffeine, you, you might be like more cloudy and stuff. But you feel more energized. But then you have a crash and all that shit anyway. So I'm not going to go into the whole the whole thing but i thought that was kind of interesting it is interesting what else is going on in the world that's not food related oh yeah sorry guys um not food related in my world so just been working on the business yeah or doing stuff with that so talking with the team uh, uh friday went over with the team how to improve our processes, how to run job sites better, how to schedule better for the week, um, what our SOPs are, standard operating procedures for certain things. How do we do trim? How do we lay tile? How do we do floor? How do we set cabs? Like, what are we doing? Who's lacking where uh, in skill sets? Who's got better skill sets? Okay, let's start training them over, getting everybody up to the same skill set, things like that, right? And so... We're just going over how to make ourselves a lot better team Mm -hmm. and to learn from the people that have the knowledge. Yeah. Right? Because, excuse me, those people aren't going to be around forever. Right. And so, say we get five years left with our our most knowledgeable individual. Say we get five years left with them. Mm -hmm. Well, let's not fucking waste that. And let's take as much information as we can from him in the next five years. And then if, you know, between three of us and maybe it'll be more, if we can take that knowledge from him, maybe we all can gain enough knowledge to to be able to train more people in after he leaves, Mm -hmm. you know, or get enough knowledge from him that like between the three of us, maybe we can get enough that whatever that knowledge, none of that knowledge is lost then is what I'm getting at. And And I see it all the time. Uh, so many guys retiring and shit um, in the in the blue collar world, in the trades world. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in their fifties, sixties, retiring. And it's like that. The knowledge is gone. There's so much knowledge that's gone now mm-hmm. in those in those fields. And um, I mean, that's with so many different trades and and stuff. And so, I just hopefully not lose some some of that. And so, anyways, make us better, mm-hmm. uh, higher quality. Um, better understanding, more efficient and stuff. And, and so we're going to start, uh, we're going to start tracking our hours per task. Mm-hmm. So how long does it take to tile, uh, a floor, right? So then we can figure out how much, um, we're making per hour based on square footage, right? Yep. Um, 
how long does it take to install a door? How long does it take to do um, regular mission trim compared to um, like a 45 corner trim? I'm drawing a blank, colonial. Uh, so how long does it take to do mission style trim compared to colonial style trim, right? Stuff like that. Just so when we're bidding, we know how to bid accordingly, you know? Yeah. So when customers are like, oh, hey, I really like to look at colonial. I'm like, yeah, no worries. But it's three, two or three times the price in labor because it takes, uh, it really does take like two to three times as long. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes like three times as long to do colonial to compared to mission. So it's like, yeah, we can definitely do, can definitely do that. But here's going to be the price difference or whatever, you know. And um, so that was just kind of the stuff we're talking about. That's fun. Stuff we're going over and um, it's just good to, I'm, I am on the belief 100% and I have been forever that I'm dumb mm-hmm. and that I, if you have done something more than me, I am full open to listening to you. I do not care, period. You could be wrong um, and I'll figure it out. But chances are, if you've done it more than me, you know more than me, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. And so, and I've always been fine with that. I Anybody who's willing to talk to me that can give me any insight in how the world operates, I'm all, I'm all ears. Um, because I've got zero issue with continual development, continual learning, all to drive the mission, all to provide a better product, a better service to help the customers get what they want and need. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's all about, we've talked about on the, like we've talked about this, you and I, Mm -hmm. we do the podcast. Literally, we do the podcast to help people. Mm -hmm. I do Wisco Rhea and donate all my time to help people. I do recon to help people. Like <clears throat> it's all just to serve and help. And so anything that can that we can do by learning from other people to help more is mm-hmm. all I'm trying to do. Yeah. I mean that's like and we've talked about we want our like uh rehab remodel like process to be as pain free as possible. And this latest one, Ryan and Eva's we've learned a lot and there's mm-hmm. a, like a lot of things now that we want to put in place to make it easier for everyone in the future. Uh, I mean, this was a beast of a project to take on and it was very like, it had to be very quick because there was lots of deadlines coming up. So mm-hmm. it was a, uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time to like prep before we had to start working on it. Right. Well, and the, the whole process needs to go quick too, right? Once mm-hmm. we're on job, we're like, before all we did was flips typically right or little short projects and so to take a full scope project um there's a lot of moving parts that we can't just like because on flips this is how it usually goes we got two three flips going at a time and little filler small jobs Mm -hmm. okay and so it's like oh uh drywallers took an extra week oh well Mm -hmm. we'll just keep working on another flip oh painters whatever this okay no not not a big deal right and and so we would just like everything was kind of like lackluster of like oh if this happens it's not a big deal because we're here whatever but it's like oh drywallers are taking an extra week 
um, you can't take an extra week. Mm-hmm. We have this exactly planned out, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so like, okay, that happened. So we ended up putting in a different little job to fill in for the week to get it done. Had to push that job back one full week. And then it was coming together at a, at a um, meeting with uh, drywallers afterwards. Hey, you know, we like what went wrong and we all know what went wrong. Discuss it. What are we going to do in the future? This, 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 this. Okay. It's solved. It's fixed. This will never happen again. Mm-hmm. Nope. Perfect. Great. Because um, no matter who you do it with, you're going to have growing pains. Yeah. And it's the same thing when we hired the Mexican crew to do the siding and roof. Utter shit show. Utter shit show. Mm-hmm. If we worked with them again, it'd be better. Yep. If we worked with them the 10th time way better it'd be great Mm -hmm. and so it's the same thing with all our subs it's just working with them figuring out what we learn how are we going to fix it for next time there's always going to be shit that comes up but if we could bring that down to a five percent fuck up instead of a 20 percent fuck up yeah so it's just been stuff like that that as we're doing it, we're learning like without having everything picked out ahead of time, uh, we don't know exactly like what stuff's going to be. So then it's just there's been a lot of things that we've been like it's been on our side of not like telling the customer like, hey, we need bop, 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 bop. Mm-hmm. In order to do this, 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 this. Yeah. And instead it was just like, ah, oh, we'll do it as we do it. And it's, it comes up and then it's like, oh, shit. Well, that's where then we run into mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. And like run into issues and things slow down. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we have lots of, uh, I have a long list of plans that I'm going to be working on mm-hmm. to make things a lot smoother, faster, more efficient, and fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. That's kind of been what we've been what we've been talking about and then uh uh did we go over budgeting stuff Mm-mm, i think so yeah so then oh we just broke down the budget of like what our rate is our hourly rate and how many billable hours we need a week mm-hmm. to cover all operating expenses and to cover uh and to have like a buffer for profit and growth yeah so we now know and, and showed it to the team like this is our rate this is how many billable hours we need to have a week and we need to do that so that we can sorry so we can operate everyone gets paid we can market we can grow all that stuff and once that's hit with the billable hours everything we do flips generaling mm-hmm. anything like that is all pure profit yeah um and i like the model of that and that's kind of how i broke things down with when i was chatting with ec auto details like if you have this thing paying all the bills for the business then everything here is just paying wages mm-hmm. and then you have profit you don't have to worry about any more overhead so it's the same concept for for our business and so Getting the team to see that and the importance of like, hey, we need X amount of sales per week, mm-hmm. X amount of sales per month to 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 make to make profit, to break even, to make profit, whatever. Yeah. So 
where you're on it. Oh, on that? Yeah. And it's just good. I mean, we talk about budget all the time, so it's just good to... We kind of had an idea of, like, what our overhead was, but I don't think we've really put it, like, pen to paper. Right. Like, in a list of these are all of our expenses, this is what it comes up to be, and we're just like, oh, yep, that's a big number. Yep. And so it was really nice having the... We had a team meeting today, which was really good, and we brought the budget along, so... Brooke and Kyle like could also see like oh this is where we're at this is where we need to be in order to break even yep and we're like yep so shouldn't I, it, it it's been fun because I I feel like we're starting to get back in our like stable living days kind of um when I like first not when I first came on but like four or five months in uh I was telling Sean we called it the I called it the desperation mode mm-hmm um so when you're starting a business obviously like you're kind of desperate to just make money to not like in a bad way desperate you you work hard and you 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 work hard to like build your brand and your name and all that stuff and like we've kind of been i said like lazy with it lately uh just because we're not really desperate but i think it was because we didn't really have a clear picture of like where we were at Mm -hmm. so now kind of we all know where we're at Mm -hmm. and we know what the goal is like because we put like a number like this is where we're at this is where we want to be and like this is what we get for profit Mm -hmm. and i think now that we all see that we can um work towards it a lot easier Mm -hmm. absolutely and um uh, most people don't understand this Mm mm-hmm what is the most important thing in business? Money. Money. Why is money the most important thing in business? How else do you survive? How else do you run? Without money, you don't have a business. Mm-hmm. So it's like helping the customer get what they want and need, right? That's your mission. That's your vision. Love it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Without money... You do not have a business. Nope. If you do not have a business, you cannot work towards your mission and vision. So money is the most important thing, period. Mm-hmm. And so um, people tend to shy away from that, try not to talk about that or whatever. It makes them look greedy, but um, they're just living in fucking naivety. Yeah. You have to, like, that has to be talked about. We now know what our minimum hour rate is, what we can... Our minimum, we can charge an hour. Yeah. We know it. And we see it. And we know many general contracting, many general contracting companies charging. So we know what we need. We know what we need to break even mm-hmm. hourly. We know what we want. And we know people who are charging still quite a bit more than that. Yeah. And not just one company, many. And there's nothing wrong with that because here's exactly why. We see with our, we got five people, five people in office, a couple of trucks, trailers, equipment, stuff like that, okay? We know what ours is. These big general contracting companies, look at a market in Johnson. Look what they got, dude. Mm-hmm. They clearly have to charge probably, I would think they have to charge three times an hour what we charge. Two to three times. Mm-hmm. They have corporate offices. 
they have all new brand new all brand new vehicles and shit you know like they the, the trailers that they have tra- on their job oh sites. my god everything they have to be charging at least three times an hour what mm-hmm. we charge yeah period you have to when you look at these huge operations it's like there's nothing dude all that equipment that they have too dude i don't even i don't even look at like i i've just so much changed my mind on it like before i was like oh market says this for hourly wait uh rate yeah okay that makes sense if you hire a single guy who's going to come do your project Mm -hmm. but what happens when you want to hire a general contracting company to handle the whole scope of things you don't want to have to worry about a goddamn thing you don't want to have to worry about going and finding each individual person to do the job well now you're going to pay a premium and the bigger more reputable company you got typically the more you're going to pay and it's just how it goes and so, yeah, I'm. I don't even. It all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't even like bother me. Uh, today we went book shopping. So I feel like we're really boring. This is boring. Maybe not. What the fuck? People, no. What? I thought this. I thought uh, maybe I just love this shit. Yeah. Um. I mean, I do. I just feel like we've been talking about food and business, and that's it. It's uh, this is my life, babe. I had book. We went book shopping. Yeah, we did. Um, it was fun, what actually. We, we got um, Robert Green book. Mm-hmm. The 33 Laws of Power. Strad Laws of Power? Yeah. Okay. Um, we got... I'm really excited for this Psycho Cybernetics. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's good. I wish I would have brought all of them up here. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Um, we got the... Oh, Sean's in love with um, Spencer Johnson. Is that his name? Napoleon Hill. Well, Napoleon Hill too, yes. Oh, Spencer Johnson. Oh my God, yes, Spencer Johnson. Who moved my cheese. Who moved my cheese. Found three other books from him today that I didn't have. I think we have like eight in total. I love that son of a bitch. I'm reading The One Minute Manager right now. Mm -hmm. Or no, no, sorry, The One Minute Salesman. Yeah. Um, Highly recommend them if you're like not a big reader. They're They're very short, but they're... They are so impactful. Dude, guys, go read Who Moved My Cheese. I don't even give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we found all a bunch of those ones at Savers. Uh, if you are if you like buying books and you're cheap, go to Savers for books. Um, their selection has dwindled down a lot. Big time. Um, but If you go to the Savers in Eau Claire... They have a who moved my cheese right now. Mm-hmm. So go scoop it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then we got some other ones. I can't The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we get the, we didn't get the Blue Ocean. We got the, uh, the Yellow Book. Hospitality, Unreasonable Hospitality. Yeah, mm, yeah. that one I think is going to be really good. Yeah, really good. Um, especially like right now with where the business is, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be very important for us. Yeah. I think it'd be a really good book. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we've been giving, uh, Brooke some books to read. Uh-huh. She keeps telling, it's been really entertaining cause she's just like, Oh, I need er What book do you want me to read next to you guys? And we're just like, we'll bring it to you. Just tell Does she one. have one? Does she, do we give her another one or no? Yeah. Cause she didn't, she didn't finish the, um, rookie, the other one yet. So we gave her, I don't remember, but okay. we gave her something. Okay. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It makes me really happy doing all that. 
I do books are books are crazy. Books are so great. Mm-hmm. I just read people. Just read. And what Sean, what were you supposed to get from the bookstore? I got twelve pages. I got twelve pages left in Golden Sun. The the Red Rising uh series by Pierce Brown. Mm-hmm. Need the third book. Go to BAM. It's the only reason we went there. Yeah, it literally was. The only reason. Didn't have it. Well, they, they had, had it. They had it in soft cover. They didn't have it in hard cover. I've already got three of the books in hard cover. I need two more. I'm not going to mix and match like some heathen. Dude, I know. Like, that series drives me up a wall. Yeah, dude, I ain't doing that shit, man. Mm. I'm all hard cover. I need... And you know what? I'm totally cool with all soft cover. Mm-hmm. It just all has to be the same. Yeah. If it's not, I can't. It's just not going to be in my... So anyways, um, didn't get that book. I'm going to go rent it from the library tomorrow. And then I'll order the hardcover. Nice. Of Bam. I should also, um, we have a ton of the paperbacks, A Court of Silver Flames. I should go grab it from work. Ah, uh, sure. Or mm-hmm. buy it from work. Because mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking at right now. I was just like, what series do I have going on? So that one I don't. I mean, I have the whole mini series there. Crescent City is all in the hardcover. But yeah, this so this series, um, I don't know if you're watching YouTube, you can see me pointing at it. Um, it's called the Immortal Instrument series. And so it's a whole series, but there's like pockets of like series in it. So there's like so like there's City City of Bones is book one of that one, but then you see Chain of Gold right in front, that also says book one. So there's like different sections in the whole series of like three or four books in each section. Um, but halfway through me buying them, they changed the spines. Mm-hmm. So some of my spines are the new ones. Some are the old ones. Some are hardcover. Some are paperbacks. And I was like, the series is so big that I'm just trying to buy it as cheaply as possible, which is just either for my work or savers. And I and it's still an ongoing series too, so I haven't I haven't even read it yet. I have not touched it because I know it's going to take me forever to read. Um, so yeah, I just been buying it whenever I see him. All right, everybody, you can tell we have clear different. Um, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, like uh personalities are uh, clear different um preferences no mm. uh, like things we like yeah like preferences sure whatever or tastes tastes sure there's a certain fancy word that i can't think of it's not even a fancy word it's just my brain's dumb yeah uh my brain can be dumb i guess whatever so what's our differences right now oh I just like business, 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 food, and then you go on just a tangent of talking about... I'm just talking about books. I love it. I love it. Also, I love just pointing out new things when I put them in the background because it just makes me so happy. And I'm going to be very sad when we move to the office and this background's going to be gone. Um, if you look behind Sean's left shoulder, we now have the complete hardcover series of Harry Potter. We were missing the fifth one, and I finally got the fifth mm, one. That's over my right shoulder. Right shoulder. Um. Yeah. And then, uh, 
Lupin's Patronus is also a newest addition. We could just keep this podcast set up here, mm-hmm. like how it is right now. Mm-hmm. And then we could just also have a podcast set up at the office. We could. We're adults. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Yeah. Uh, it just costs money. Oh. But like a lot more. Um, I suppose because we already have the computer, so I would just need to bring the hard drive with. Um, it's about $100 per arm and a uh, hundred some per microphone. It's not that big of a deal. No, I do want to bring one of these shelves to the office, though, just to decorate my office. Or I could just get a new one and just... Yeah. All right, we're moving on from that shit. Um... Gonna get a new truck. Yeah, that's exciting. It's not gonna be new. It's gonna be used. Yeah. But um, I just decided. I know what makes most sense for the business, and I just have to do what's right for the business and not what I want. Mm -hmm. What you selling the truck? So I'm getting rid of the big diesel. Mm. Just gonna get a 2500 gasser. So what's a 2500? Is that a three quarter ton? Okay. And that'll pull the trailers just fine. Oh yeah. Okay. So just gonna do that because I don't need a big fucking gat. I don't need a big diesel just fucking romping around everywhere. So if you want a big old fucking diesel, just buy mine. Uh, cause I'm just gonna drive a 2500 daily, mm-hmm. and that's just gonna be what I do. You just sound so depressed talking about. Just it. gonna fucking put on my work hat. Mm-hmm. All that matters is work for the next few years. Just do what's needed. You don't want to talk about what we talked about before the show? Baby making? Yeah. So gross. Oh, you want to talk about that? Not really, no. You want to talk about throwing some baby batter? You're the one that just said it's just going to be work for five years. Said main focus is work for the next three years. Okay, got it. That's my main focus. What's yours? Systems processes ah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. loving Mimi oh, okay yeah you don't even believe any of that that will be part of your yeah that'll be part of your life um dude making a bomb ass outside of this house oh gardening shit yeah mm-hmm. gardening the flower gardens out front um I do kind of want to venture into trying to make a really dope ass fire pit Mm-hmm. just sounds like a fun skill to try and learn yeah oh yeah i could see it for mm-hmm. sure yeah dude i might put some um herbs in our in my some of my flower planters yeah that'd be cool mm-hmm. be really cool yeah why not right yeah we'll fucking rabbits and shit eat it though i don't think so okay also i mean we got the terror so yeah that's true they don't usually come into our yard too much. Oh my god, guys! I just need to. I just need to say this. So we had all the acorns. Yeah. And um, you guys can't see, but around Sean's right shoulder, there you go. I said the right one. Um, I have. I brought a couple of my plants inside, and I try to keep them inside for as long as I can until they. Some of them, some of them die. Some of them, actually, most keep going. There's a couple that did not make it yet already but anyways so i brought them in well the issue is squirrels were digging in on my pots while they were burying acorns 
I'm still pulling out acorn trees that are growing out of my pot. Dang. At least like two, three times a week, I am pulling out acorn or oak trees that are trying to grow out of my pots. Damn. Dude, I've probably pulled out, no joke, at least 50 to 60 growing acorns out of all my pots. That's fucked. Dude, insane. Dumb. And I, like, tried to, like, before I brought them in, like, I dug around, like, a good top of the inch of all the soil to get all the acorns out. I don't know how they buried them so deep. Interesting. Damn. Insanity. So, yeah, that's my update in that realm. And then your other focus would be trying, like, taking care of kids. Not next year. Not next year. Wait. Maybe towards the end of next year. Taking care of a kid? Hey, no. No. You never know? No. What do you mean? At the end? Oh, end of next year. Yeah. God, that sounds way too close. Do you remember being like 16 and you're just like, I'll have kids in 10 years. And then it's been 15 years and you're like, fuck. Dude, I legit thought I would have kids by like 22, 23. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I just thought like when I was 18, I was like, oh, yeah, dude, like I'll for sure be having kids at 23. It just seemed like the right thing. And now I'm like 28 going on 29. And I'm like, I got to start doing this shit. Dude, I feel like it's so much easier to just get after it like at a younger age. I feel like now that we're older, we like second guessing it, guess it so much. But at a young age, people are just like, oh, that just sounds so wonderful. I wasn't like that, but kids and shit yeah you're just naive it's the same thing in business i think that's why it's so good to get into business so young is you're naive and you don't understand what's out there ignorance is bliss it's dude literally listening to andy and andy and ed they did a podcast together on ed my show uh, and they touched on that they're just they're like knowing what they know now and how much shit you have to take to have a monster successful business Mm -hmm. dude even like the shit you gotta go through to have a successful small business that is just self just being self-employed but then let alone building something that's self-running that's now like worth something Mm -hmm. the fucking shit you gotta go through for that and then to bring it to scale yeah they're just like they're like they they don't know if they would do it again they're like knowing what they know they don't know if they'd do it really oh yeah dude and there's a guy that was talking about it i don't remember because they brought up one of the guys like some huge business mogul was asked like hey if you could do it all over again what would you do and he's like not fucking this not fucking this yeah way too hard and he's like way too much stress and shit and all that. And it's so true, dude. I look at like what we didn't know at twenty one. Mm-hmm. Just dove into that bitch, made it all happen. Now, essentially we've been going through the motions for the last two years, just figuring stuff out and learning and construction. And now is like the point where it's like Shit or get off the pot. Mm-hmm. Boom. Got to dive head first into, because you just, we just have to dive head first into the like, p- 
building the systems, building the business, getting it all figured out. And if people knew, if the average person doesn't understand, mm-hmm. when we were having dinner the other night, this was a couple, a few weeks ago or whatever, and I brought up how like, you know, after I lose a hundred grand, yeah, I, like after I lose a hundred grand, I learn a pretty good lesson. And, you know, I've done that more than a few times now. Probably around four or five times I've done that now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm not talking opportunity costs. I'm talking legitimately lose it. Like legitimately lose that money. And um, not like not like I missed out on an opportunity. It's like, no, I had that money and it's gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, And just when I said like, oh, yeah, the... You know, you're losing a hundred grand. You learn a lot. You know, sitting at the dinner table, and a couple people looked like, "What do you mean lose a hundred grand?" It's like, yeah, it's fucking life. It's mm-hmm. like that. Most people don't understand the business. Like, don't understand the fact of like all the shit you put in, all the driving you do. All the chances and risks you take where you lose doing things and trying new things and all this, losing more than people make in a couple of years at a go, mm-hmm. at a kick, you know? And um, it's just it's just the fact of like when we were naive about it, to, to like bring this full circle, when we were naive about it, you just did it. Mm-hmm. You had no idea. Now knowing, like now going through that whole process and starting over and doing it now, I look at it and I go, I look at this number that it costs to operate every month and I'm like, really fast, if we don't fucking kick it into gear and get real serious, that can take everything we have fast Mm -hmm. in a matter of a year. If we fuck off in a matter of a year, it's done. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that I totally understand the appeal, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go get a fucking job and make 80 grand a year. Yeah. You know, like I understand it. You've got all this free time. Stress. What do you mean? I've already dealt with a whole lot of fucking stress. 40 hours a week making 80 grand a year what do you mean stress Mm -hmm. it ain't existing time baby i'd have all the time in the fucking world yeah because the only the only thing you have to do is the 40 hours for so much for the last seven years i've been doing more 60 70 hour weeks Mm. than i haven't and And it's not like time that we can like get paid for either no and that's what the, the big big misconception no, I am not doing 60, 70 hours on like in the in the business, on the work, like on the job. No, I'm doing 60, 70 hours of thinking, reading, talking with people on different ways of doing things, coaching groups, masterminds, like just like work, how to personally develop, how to get better, everything. Mm-hmm. More weeks than not. 60 to 70 hours, maybe more, over the last fucking, 
seven years. Yeah. So fucking time, baby. All the time in the world. So anyways, I'm this small fry. Extremely small. Just getting started in business again. So these dudes that got 500 employees in-house. They're sitting there having an interview. They're having a chat. I fully understand why they say, if I feel that way at this level, I fully understand them feeling that way at their level. Oh, yeah. But so, they, oh, good. What, what kind of company does Ed own? Financial services. Okay. But so that goes, that all just ties back into like the naivety of starting out in anything. Mm-hmm. Like when you're young, 20 years old, have a kid, you're naive, you don't know anything. Yeah. You haven't experienced much life at all. You so haven't seen it? very many people experience life no, with them. Yeah. Just do it. When you start a business that young, you don't know. Met a kid last night, Sheldon, owns Renegade Diesel. And I was like, oh, how'd that all go about? He's like, oh, when I was 19 years old, I was just working on trucks to pay my way through school to get an engineering degree. And he's like, then I said, fuck school. and went full time into that. And now he's got a fucking pretty well-known diesel shop, seven employees or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, he was naive at 19. Yeah. He just started this thing and next thing you know, boom. And so... There's something about the innocence in life that really allows you to do so much more. Um, and that's why I don't like love social media. Yeah. Because it's really easy to see all this shit now. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like the good shit or bad shit? Both. Yeah. Not, um, didn't Andy just talk about this? About how... Someone wants to, someone wanted to post, or he does post, the good and the bad of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, I think it's Matt Graham. Is that who it was? Oh, it was like a question, I thought. Someone was asking a question. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a and a Kid was saying how he's just starting out in business, wants to track the whole thing. He's posting the good and the bad. Okay, yeah, and then was something about, like, the, the bad don't get as many, like, reacts or anything like that. And or something, and Andy made Andy talked about how it's good to to let people know about the bad because so many people that think that starting your own business and being an entrepreneur is such this such a glorified thing because for so long that's all people were posting about. They were only posting the good parts about owning your own business and doing all this and that. And he's just like, no, like that's not it at all. Like it is more bad than good. Yeah. I try to talk almost everybody out of starting a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Sucks. If they're like if if you're a dude and I meet you and I can tell you got a lot of drive and you love working a shit ton, start a business. Yeah. But most of the people I meet, they want to start a business because they want freedom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, brother. It is You're the, a fucking idiot. Farthest thing from freedom you can be. Opposite. Mm-hmm. And, Sean and uh, I can't go anywhere without thinking about business, doing something business related. I can't even go to a fucking dinner without thinking about it. Can't go to the goddamn bookstore without thinking about it. Casino. Can't. Doesn't matter, dude. It's always on. Mm-hmm. 
I just the the one time I legitimately turned off. I turned off for our wedding. Did you? The wedding week. That was pretty much the only time I left work at home. That and we actually did pretty good in Europe. We would chat about it, but when we were doing activities, we did good with doing it was, activities. It was pretty minimal compared to like the West Coast trip yeah. or the East Coast trip. Our Europe, Europe trip. Oh, was... Jesus Christ. The East Coast trip was nothing but business. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Europe was quite a bit chiller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, our wedding week. I forgot about our that. Our wedding week was the only week when I came back. I was like, Wow. I got a fucking business to get back to. That was the first time I ever thought about it. I lived the whole time. I didn't think about it. Wow. At all. It was just off. I got back. I'm like, damn, dude. Life again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, every trip we take, everything we do, it's always in the, it's always somewhat in the background, but. We've only been, almost been married for two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Okay, time for bed. All right, gang. Hope you enjoyed that. Maybe you got something out of it. Maybe you didn't. Whatever. Uh, recon. One week left. Yeah. Um, recon, we got one week left. If you're interested in the all-day real estate event, it is happening in Eau Claire at the River Prairie Center February 10th. Uh, doors open at 8.15 a.m. We have a conglomerate of speakers. Uh, Colin Schwartz, David Nelson, Jason Lund, Chris Hake, and Greg Simpson mm-hmm. discussing everything from mindset, multifamily asset management, flipping, wholesaling, self-storage, automation, BAM, how to make your business better, all while wrapping it into a beautiful networking event so you get to talk to like-minded peers to hopefully better yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys are interested in that, go to REI rei-con.info and hit us up for a promo code yeah yeah message us for a promo code you please register for the event before you get there otherwise it is going to be a shit show if you try to do it there yeah so yeah go on to rei-con.info and on there will be uh event sign up tab at the top and that'll bring you to the link. Dope. Yeah, because do we have any way to take credit card there? No, they would have to like go on to the Eventbrite page to buy a ticket. Check it out, guys. Please fucking sign up ahead of time. That'll make life a lot easier. Otherwise, you're just going to do the same exact thing with us standing there walking you through the process. Yep. All right, gang. Uh, hopefully, we see you there. See ya. Bye.